0: Hey, y'all! Uh, welcome to Baby Mama Hood, a daughter and mother led podcast where we share our private and explicit conversations and thoughts. We want to revolutionize and free the hood, one baby and mama at a time. We are deeply rooted in ancestral memories and remembering, resurging the currents so that we can all be free once again. We believe in practices that are radical, meaning that it comes from the root. We believe in cooperative economics, cooperative living with the land and with non-living and living entities. We love you. We're here for you. Thank you for listening. And I hope that this podcast creates more conversations in the hood for babies and mamas and babas to be free. Yes! Peace, y'all. It's Baby Mama Hood. I'm coming to you from my voice memos on my iPhone. I've been having so many ideas about so many things that are happening around us or around me and how they all intersect. One of the things that I've been really thinking about is this idea of student midwifery for me because it's actually been... um, a journey with lots of obstacles, lots of twists and turns, um, even ups and downs. It could be like a roller coaster on the ground. It really could be. It's. I've felt so many different things from this experience. Birth is very complicated in this society, and studying it does not leave one exempt from that complication. Um, I just got back from an amazing sojourn, this trip that I took. It was so fast and so timeless too. It's it's really beautiful and it touches me in a way that's a little bit scary because birth is changing and, um, and it has changed. And my desire is to really learn um, non-Western ways to deal with um, our medicine. And that's really hard because there's a lot of fear and scarcity and a lot of violence that has taken place. And I feel all of that simultaneously alongside the beautiful fact that our bodies can give birth, that we are so regenerative in that way and that it's a ceremony that has lost its ceremony, has lost its ritual around it. New rituals has been created. That seem to me so unidentifiable that it just feels like a lack of humanity, a lack is a crime when things occur to the bodies of people. And I shouldn't just say just the bodies of people. I really should also say the earth as the body and how our extractiveness through the medicalized um, ways that we practice our medicine has really been so hurtful and so harmful. And I feel the pain of that um, as well. Midwifery has become this event where folks are putting too many hands, too many words into what it actually is. When a body gives birth, when the earth opens up to push up that, you know, from that seed and to become what it becomes, we do not put our hand in it. We do not pull the seed up. I'm not saying that I've never, you know, germinated a seed and maybe helped it along. You know, like, let me put you in, let me turn you a little bit so you can actually, your root can actually be in the dirt a little bit. Or, or let me take this little piece of, shell that's still, you know, it's cracked, but it hasn't come all the way off, but it's about to come off. Let me just help you. And if it comes off gently, I'll take it off. If it doesn't, then I won't. I'm not saying that, I'm not talking about those minor little things that we do to help, you know, a seed become open or, you know, a head or a butt or a leg to be born. You know, I'm, I'm not talking about that. What I've been seeing in the hospitals, what I've been seeing as a student midwife, it's really sad. It's, I have so many issues with so many things and it's hard to have those issues because right now, I believe that my path as a student is to be humble. I think that's everyone's job, but I really actually feel that way as a student, as someone who who is like a five, six, seven-year-old in this work. And as a student midwife, I would say I'm barely one. um. And so I'm really hurt by the things that I'm seeing, and it really bothers me. It bothers me in a way where it feels so like... It feels incomprehensible because I understand the potential that birth has on this planet and i and i understand the potential that we're missing and that we're not allowing to come through because midwifery has become an event it's no longer the quiet ritual that it is where you know everything is normal and everything is fine and life goes on it's it's more like a watching, a monitoring, um, a worrying, uh, you know, bone stretching, um, CCT controlled cord traction pulling the uterus, the I mean, excuse me, pulling the placenta out, um, of a mom. It's just. It's just too much for me. It's way too much. I don't even like using Dopplers, like it's way too much. It's way, way, way too much. Where is the simplicity and the beauty and the comfort and the uncertainty? Where did where did that go? Where did the where why are we feel like we have so much control, that we should have so much control. Our outcomes aren't getting any better. And a lot of people are experiencing trauma, not just the people who enact it, but also the people who support, who watch, who are a part of it, who support people through a part of it. It's really complicated. It, 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 um... It tears me up inside. It really does. And and then I'm like, but why go through it? If you know that it's wrong, why go through it? And then you answer yourself, because I need a license. Because I need to work. Because I need to keep a roof over my head. Because I need to be able to provide for my family. Um... And I need that piece of paper because if I don't get that piece of paper and if I don't learn through the people who got the piece of paper, then I won't be recognized in my society as something that I actually done and that I worked for. And if I can't work, then I can't produce. And if I can't produce, that means I can't live because I need to be able to afford. And it hurts to say that because those things actually don't matter. They actually don't. It's a it's a reality that we created to make it seem like it has to matter. It has placed us in this way where we care more about our own survival. When we care more about ourselves more than we care about others and other living things. And the right thing to do. We care more about us surviving in this thing than actually living in the right way and saying, fuck it. It doesn't matter if I lose everything. It doesn't matter if I struggle as long as I know that I'm living the word. And that word is not just the word, it's the word of God as well. It's the word of Trusting and knowing that you living in your rightful way, you following your good character, your Iwapuele, where you are in tune and in one accord with the earth, where you live in a just way, where you recognize that in your own indigenous and your own right to the land and to steward that land and that that's more important than keeping up in a society that seeks to continuously destroy the native and black and all people who live on this land, who are forced to constantly engage in the market of exploitation Why is doing the thing that is correct, that is the right thing, the righteous thing, the hardest choice for us to make? And the excuse, the living excuse and the reality that I get is because I have to keep up in this society. I have to buy land, I have to pay my rent. I have to eat and go to the store and go to the doctors and engage in the system that literally seeks to destroy everything that is good with the world and the earth and the planet. And the universe and the galaxy, we keep ignoring the right thing to do over the one that's more convenient because our convenience has become part of our survival. The things that once were open air have been destroyed by greed, by lack, by pain, by fear, by misery. We're not operating from a true sense of love. We're operating from a sense of self-lust. I wouldn't even call it self-love because once you love yourself, you know what others deserve as well because you see yourself in the reflections of everything that you do and everything that you are and everything that you do or you do not like. Once you accept yourself fully and completely and you love yourself anyway... You're willing to put up with a lot of dynamics that come up with yourself first and foremost, but through you know but um, in a response to other people's senses of their true self, which is not just one thing it's because i self say it, self it's more the self is very complex it's very multifaceted. And so, to be here in this time, to come from learning from someone who has three generations of traditional midwifery from their pueblo and from their indigenousness, to come from that medicine and to come back here has been extremely hard for me, especially in the midst of this so-called pandemic pandemic, when there are much worse things than COVID. And the coronavirus, there's so much, so much more worse things that are happening and that have happened that are still happening to this day as we speak. Children are still in detention centers. The The water, 2% of the water is clean. Um, you know, the environment, the the racism, the houselessness, the poverty, the the inaccessibility to your own indig- indigeneity. To have something in your hands that you're holding but you cannot name. To walk in this world understanding and feeling and knowing but feeling like you're walking the opposite way or that you're walking alone trying to drag your peers to understand that fuck the police, fuck the prison system, fuck the cops. Like we say that shit, but we don't walk it. We still get in line to take their tests. We're still paying to a system. We're still participating so that we could be recognized and not be recognized in our persecution, but to be recognized as one of them, as someone who's crossed over, who says they're going to be different, but by the time you experience the things that you experience, you don't even have the energy to try to teach anything to anyone else. It's not fair and it's not right. And I need an immunity. I need to be immunized. Not by this this pandemic, this disease that is going around, this virus. I need an immunity from the bullshit of this country. Straight the fuck up. Like I need immunity from that. I'm I refuse. To participate. I don't want to participate. And it makes me upset because the folks who decide to participate in it are not going to back you up. There's so much divisions. When you go through a rites of passage, you don't turn your back on the group that you were in. You want to be a CPM and you went through that rites of passage more likely in public, that's who you're going to represent. That's who you're going to represent yourself as. And maybe in quiet, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I know this other midwife who does it a different way or whatever, but I would never do that because of blah, 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 and yada, 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 and da, da, da. But publicly, a lot of people are scared because they're scared of the police. And when I say the police, I mean... The system. Yo, that, there's a dog walking by with nobody. I don't see their owner. It's a, it looked like, that dog is so tall, it looked like a horse. Like It looked like a baby horse. That's a big dog. Where its, it's owner is at is interesting. So, I really don't know what to do. I really don't know where to go. I haven't really settled into this idea that I really want to do this work in a way that I don't know, I don't know. Every day I wake up feeling like, pack your shit and go. I really do, every day I wake up like that. I'm really calling in my teachers, I'm really trying to figure out where I belong in this work, what should I do, where should I settle after, and on some real shit, I want to be free. I want to be free. I want to be unapologetically myself as a midwife, as a whatever. I want to be free. I want to be free. I want people to come to my house to learn and to sit and to eat. I want to the, the community to know who I am and what I provide. And I want to be called a midwife, whether I'm licensed by the state or not. I want to be called a midwife. that's who i who I am and who I'm becoming and what I want to do in my life um and you know that's who I want to be. so pray for me, let me pray for my freedom and my protection and then an anointing to continue to go on and um, and learn this medicine in a way where it's in accordance and in alliance with the earth, first and foremost, and the people who are on top of it, and the living things that are on top of it, and the non-living things in it, and all the beautiful ways that we are synergetically and energetically responsible for one another, and let me live in that way. And healed me from the traumas that I've seen and that I've experienced in you know in, in direct relationship to the people and the systems and the things that have made it so for an Afro-indigenous single solo, houseless poor mama to do what I have, to do what I have to do. I am looking for my tribe. To expand and to grow and to really be a radical, a radical group of individuals, divisions <laughs> and a radical group of individuals who together are powerful, and reckless, and loving, and and um and not entitled because of the work they're done, but entitled because of who they are and where they come from and who they are and where they come from. For for where they are and where they come from, for who they are and where they come from. Because my prayer and my calling and my desire is for us to return to who we were before the capture. Um, And really set this thing right because We got to free the land, y'all. The land has to be free. I don't want to live on land that isn't free. And I don't live on land that's free. I live on land that's occupied and that I have to pay rent to and pay into. And I'm trying to be free. That's what I want. Don't y'all out there want to be free? Does anyone else but me want to be free out here? Are we gonna? Are how can we be free when everything that we're giving is for sale? How can we be free when everything that we're giving is for sale? How can we be free if everything we're giving is for sale? Why not just give freely? Why not just give freely? Why not just trust in your Lord? What does she say? What do they say to you? So, um, what are we actually doing? Who are we actually becoming? And who and what do we want to be? And with that, I'm going to leave you with those words. Thank you for listening. And um, as always... Peace, love, and revolution to everyone and everybody. May freedom actually be free and not cost us anything but our chains. share.